Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534. Or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860, or toll-free, 866-536-7469. Say hello to everybody listening to us on radio stations across the country. Hello to everybody listening to us online on X, KGRA, TalkStream Live. And for those of you in Aftermath, Aftermath.media, remember, you can join Aftermath.media subscription and all you got to do is there are different payment plans some of them are better some more advanced and you can have access to chat social media and a lot of other great things too you need to check it out it's aftermath.media sort of a ground zero plus type of thing where you can go in and get some more things more than ground zero but a lot of other things that'll help you out to uh, well-rounded talk and information at aftermath.media so the other night we were on the air and uh Somebody had uh, told me, they said, wow, you know, science fiction movies, a lot of them, right? Because I was, you know, we were talking about some of the science fiction movies that reminded us of, you know, some of the things that we talk about here on this program. And, you know, it's no secret. I love science fiction. I do. I, I mean, I uh, actually, when I was, uh, I was working at a radio station for a while and then they changed the format and I, I was between stations. And so I decided I wanted to make a fanzine. And I called it B-Lay Magazine, and we put it out. It was for B-horror sci-fi fans. We put it out in comic book stores. And it was a self-published independent fanzine. And uh, we actually did newsprint, and we teamed up with a another group called Garage Pile Magazine, which was uh, pretty much uh, hillbilly rock and roll and punk. So we had both a music and a B-movie horror uh, psychotronic magazine. And it was very successful, and we... You know, we put it in a lot of comic book stores. And I knew I, one of my first conspiracy theories I wrote about was George Reeves and how he died. The guy that played Superman in the uh, 50s, uh, Superman. And I um, I just gave my my, my uh, ideas on how he was murdered rather than, you know, they said he committed suicide. But, uh, you know, besides that, I was... You know, writing about the old school sci-fi films when I was young. Skipped school to see Star Wars. I was uh, sixth, seventh grade. We skipped school. A bunch of my friends uh, go see Star Wars. And, of course, Star Trek was a favorite. And one day we got our first UHF channel. Now, for those newcomers that don't know what UHF is, for the longest time we had VHF 
TV. We had the rabbit ears on the TV, and we'd have to, you know, move them around to get re- good reception. This was before cable. But then UHF, you know, the, the uh, ultra-high-frequency band that we never used, all of a sudden one day we have a UHF channel. It was Channel 13. Fox eventually bought it, but it was Channel 13, and it had some really cool shows. They had this, one of my favorite old-time anime shows called Battle of the Planets. I don't know if anybody remembers that. It had uh, a robot named Seven Zark Seven and G Force, and uh, yeah, it was one of my favorites. I used to watch that religiously. I don't know why I got so into it, but I did. I thought it was great. And then I remember they used to promote a show. I think it was seventy six, seventy seven. They were promoting a show called uh, Space nineteen ninety nine. See, I had already. I think it came out around the same time as Battlestar Galactica. So you know, I was watching Battlestar Galactica, the original with Lorne Green, and then Space nineteen ninety nine with. Martin Landau and Barbara Bain. It was a British sci-fi show where by 1999, planet Earth was successful in establishing a colony on the moon. And there was a base called Moon Base Alpha where Earth stored all of the nuclear waste on the moon and big underground depots. Well, the whole idea of the radiation from the nuclear deposits and whatever, that, that, that made everybody sick. Moon workers were getting sick. They were getting weird energy readings coming off the stockpiles. And then a massive explosion blasted the moon out of its orbit and set it on a journey through various solar systems. Yeah. I mean, all the people on the moon were carried along, of course, unable to get back to Earth. So the heroes were trapped on moon base Alpha. And every week they encountered some terrifying new problem, a planet to explore or an alien that invaded their complex. It was like British Star Trek, except the Enterprise was replaced with the moon. The moon was like a derelict spaceship. They were stuck on it, and the moon had, uh, you know, had come out of orbit. You know, drifting out of orbit, moving into deep space. Can you imagine being on a, a moon, on a moon base, and having it just out of control? You, you don't have a steering wheel. You just go wherever it goes. You collide with a star, or collide with a planet, or whatever. Well, back then, I, I thought, yeah, pretty cool idea. Until I learned that sci-fi author Isaac Asimov, the guy that wrote the robotic rules, Isaac Asimov, he was asked what he felt about the TV show, and he said, well, it's far-fetched. I thought, it's science fiction, man. It's not, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, not a, a, it's not a prediction or a prophecy. So Asimov had his say by pointing out that any explosion capable of knocking the moon out of orbit would actually blow it apart. And once the moon is shot away, this show's main storyline is simply one of survival. It's just they're surviving on the moon as best they can. The 300 or so humans trapped on the moon need to find a hospitable world to colonize before their supplies run out. Another unique aspect of the show was its willingness to show a darker side of science fiction that also contains some horror elements as well. I remember this, I can't remember the name of the episode, but they have this one monster that decided to put itself in, in one of their corridors. And what it would do is it suck people in in this uh, void and then spit them out. You'd see their burned body parts. It was just creepy, really scary stuff. But just the idea of the moon not being there, just the idea of the moon, some part of it blowing up and taking off and not seeing it again. And that'd be odd to look up and not have a moon in the sky. And I mean, and, and this, this idea is not, well, it was new for the time. Uh, there was also uh, an accident 
depicted in the movie The Time Machine. And that movie was, uh, I think, 2002. It's called The Time Machine, 2002. There was a, it was called The Great Moon Cataclysm. Uh, 2037 was the year humanity had been mining for moon, mining for moon uh, rocks and and certain hydrogen stuff and whatever for decades, but they had overmined the moon and it caused it to drift out of its orbit, colliding with the Earth's atmosphere, it tore the moon apart and debris and crashing down on the Earth. And you see the cracked Earth in the sky and it's really creepy to look at in the movie the Time Machine 2002. 503 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.